The medium-sized car segment in Australia is not doing well. The non-luxury part of that market is down 10% so far this year. The top three sellers, the Camry, the Mazda 6 and the Subaru Liberty, are all down significantly this year, although the Liberty had a boom last year. Now, fourth place, Ford Mondeo is rushing up the charts. Finally, Ford seems to be selling some of their better cars in more realistic or more acceptable numbers. Now we've just been driving the Subaru Liberty. It's had a refresh with some changes mainly around safety and handling. A year ago the prices went down significantly. For 2016 there's a slight increase in some versions but still good value. You can buy one for on the road costs about 34 and a half bit more depending on which state you're in and that's the full value to get it on the road. That's the base model 2.5i. It goes right up to, again, on-road costs of about 47600 uh, Is that good enough? Respected motoring journalist Ian Crawford joins me on the line. We've both been driving some of the versions, and let's find out what he thinks. Let me say, Ian, overall, it got a good look change about a year ago. It still looks good, and I think that's a much better part of the Subaru package now than it has been in the past? Yeah, it is It is a handsome car. There's no doubt about that. And uh, Subaru, as well as the exterior, Subaru's done a lot of work on the interior of its cars in recent years. And uh, uh, the top spec 3.6R that, that I've spent some time in the the interior is right up there with the best from Europe. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, a mate of mine owned some for a while and then looked at it a few years ago now and said that he felt it hadn't progressed a bit, but now he's just driven the, the later ones. It, it certainly has done better. I got out of a Lexus into the Liberty, and I tell you what, I wasn't disappointed. It felt still felt very good. Overall package, it feels strong. Oh, yes, it does. And, of course, um, it's got all-wheel drive, which its competitors haven't got. So its safety credentials are impeccable. It's got five-star ANCAP, and it's got all sorts of fancy um, safety gear, um, as well as the added safety of, of the all-wheel drive. And for this new upgraded model, which is only about a year after they, they did the last generation, of, or the new generation, which has now been upgraded, there's a whole lot of new uh, fancy uh, safety stuff um, and while the price has gone up on the on the top spec and the mid spec one's gone up five hundred dollars, um, it's been more than covered by the the added fruit, um, you know, and this this really sexy um, safety stuff that's been put in it. Because they dropped the price last year when they brought in this new model, this new uh, overall new shape and things, they dropped it significantly, didn't they? Yeah, it was dramatic. It was like thirteen odd thousand dollars from memory. And it certainly had an effect on the sales because um, during 2015, Liberty sales went up a remarkable 300%, uh, which made it the third best seller in the medium car segment. And I think that's the position it still holds. Yeah, it's holding that now. It's dropped a little bit so far this year, but that's dropped off a very high base compared to where it has been a couple of years ago. You talked about the safety, some of the uh, features there. It's got what Subaru calls its eyesight, which is a, a fairly good safety package. Do you know what some of the things in that are? Uh, it's got adaptive cruise control and autonomous braking and steering assistance that helps you avoid collisions. It's got uh, lane departure warning. Uh, and other things, and as well as that, there's the uh, Vision Assist package that's standard on the 3.6R that I drove, and that gives you blind spot monitoring, 
lane change assist, uh, an automatically dimming rear vision mirror, high beam assist, rear cross traffic alert, which is really handy when you're backing out of you know spots in supermarkets. Um, the other thing about the about the safety is, uh, and the ride and handling of the Liberty is that um, uh, Subaru Australia uh, put a lot of work into giving the Liberty a more compliant ride. They did a lot of testing in Australia, and they've come up with uh, revised uh, dampers and spring settings uh, that's improved the roll and pitch and dive and float control. It's flatter through corners. And they've also done a lot of work on the NVH, so that it's a very refined car to drive. You would have enjoyed driving it on a, a bit of a tour. Yeah, very much so. We were we did the national media launch out of Mount Gambier, and we drove on forestry tracks and freeways and and country roads, and uh, you know on the forestry tracks and the gravel, of course, with the four wheel drive, the thing absolutely shone. It's so so sure footed, and it just gives you a a feeling of real confidence behind the wheel. That four-wheel drive makes it competent in a lot more situations. It's not the big rough and tumble. It's not necessarily for the roads less trampled in the very rough sense. Yet, if you do get that gravel road, that's where it really shines. There's no doubt about that. The engine that you had has a fair amount of power to it too? Oh, yes, it does. It's got maximum torque of 350 newton metres, so there's you know there's a fair bit of grunt there. It's 191 kilowatts. Uh, it's a flat six, uh, 3.6 litres. It does its best work if you if you keep it around 4,000 revs. It's got maximum torque at 4,400, but a bit lower than that. Um, uh, it's really a delight to drive. Yeah, I had the uh, four-cylinder, 2.5 litre, 129 kilowatts, 235 newton metres. Not a rocket ship by any sense, but gee, I, I just found it comfortable enough when driving around. Of course, they come with CVT, continually variable transmissions. Was that competent for the car? Yeah, Subaru does some of the best CVTs around. I, I mean, I, I think in the in the WRX, for instance, their their hot sedan, um, it is it's quite outstanding with the CVT and that. I wasn't sure that for some reason it worked quite as well in the Liberty as it does in the WRX, um, but that just may have been me and it may have been the driving positions, but it is a, an excellent CVT, there's no doubt about that. I think perhaps with the WRX it might have other things like huge power and that that take your attention. The only thing about Subarus is they can be a little thirsty. They claim 9.9 for the 3.6. I mean, we were pushing it pretty hard and we got a little bit more than that, I think, I think we were about ten and a half or something like that. But yeah, it is. It is. There's a lot of more f- fuel-efficient cars around. But um, the joy of driving that that engine and that car really—I uh, I wouldn't worry too much about the about the nine nine point nine liters. I think most people have tested it have been close to that nine point nine meter liter rating. Yeah, it's it's certainly achievable. There's no doubt about that. In my smaller engined one, the 7.3 uh, litres per hundred is the rating for that. And, you know, that's not horrendous. Carrying around the four-wheel drive and using the four-wheel drive, I think, can add a little bit more to it. A couple of um, pretty significant competitors in that market, Mazda 6, Kia Optima. Oh, yes. You know, the Mazda 6 is, is an outstanding car as well. But, of course, you can't get you can't get all-wheel drive in, in that. So No, it's not quite comparing apples and, uh, and apples and apples. No, it's it? not really. Um, the Optima, 
I'm a great fan of. I think it's a mm. it's a, a fine looking car. It's one of the most stylish cars out there. And there's Hyundai Sonata now, which uh, is is very roomy indeed, pretty fuel efficient. And of course, there's the Mondeo coming up, as you say, and there's Skoda, Octavia, Volkswagen Passat. There's there's some pretty hot competition out there. The Octavia, I think, is worthy of its position, number seventh. The Hyundai Sonata is number sixth, but it it is up nearly double what it was last year. It's got a bullet performer beside it as well, not top of the pops, but certainly getting up there as well. It's a good category that perhaps is, well, is in fact declining overall in numbers, but it may be a, uh, may come on stream a bit more stronger when Australian manufacturers stop building Commodores and Falcons, do you think? Oh, yeah, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of the sales have been lost to you know, to the the CX-5s, you know, SUV, mid-size SUVs of the world, and that's that's not going to. There's no sign of that changing. But but as you say, once uh, Commodores and Falcons and all are gone, and that may help the sales of the midsection somewhat. Now, good summation, Ian. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time. It's always a pleasure, David. Thank you. And that's Ian Crawford, a respected motoring journalist, who's giving us his opinion as on the car we've both driven, which is the Subaru Liberty. He had the top of the range 3.6 litre R, I had the mid range 2.5 litre I.